Day number 114. Hi, day 114, day 127. That Joe promised not to abandon Americans, and he's turned the page. He doesn't give a flying rip about the people that he abandoned. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I saw this story. Let's go Brandon's store opening in Massachusetts. Um, you know, this. what's his name? Clay Travis sent me one of those Let's Go Brandon t-shirts. And I happened to wear it one day, and everybody's like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Uh, maybe we're making a mistake, Linda, not going into the Let's Go Brandon craze that's taken over the country. Uh, I love it. Biden officials uh, were now being told there is a lot of national security news that ought to scare the living daylights out of you. And I'm not kidding either. And by the way, his approval rating suffers a a double digit plunge among uh, young voters. Harvard Public Opinion Project, 18 or 29, and his overall disapproval rating, 51 percent, double digit drop among young Democrats and independents, not just Republicans. I mean, it's consistent with everything we're saying is and that is that that this presidency is cratering uh, Biden officials. This this blew me away. It was in the New York Post. Miranda Devine confirmed it in her new book, the Biden family, including the president, collecting all this money from China. He's involved with a Chinese oil conglomerate sitting in meetings with Tony Bobolinsky. All of this is chronicled, but of course, the media mob, big tech mob, they prevented the American people from learning about it and and censored the information. And of course, no apologies, but a top State Department official urged the key senator earlier this year to tamp down the language in a bill meant to prevent the importation of goods from China because of the forced labor camps, according to this new report. I mean, it's it's almost like modern day slavery and these companies are profiting. And Senator Marco Rubio was on my TV show last week saying, no, I'll shut the whole defense funding bill down until we stop allowing this to happen. Now, Biden won't say a word about the talk of taking over Taiwan. He won't say a word about Chinese fighter jets flying all over Taiwan airspace. He's not saying a word about Putin building up. His troops obviously clearly looks like he's preparing to invade Ukraine, flush with oil cash thanks to Joe. Putin can now bankroll his military adventures. And and lest you think that's possible, his first act of military belligerence uh, since he invaded Crimea in, in 2014 during op- the Obama-Biden administration, Putin has been dormant in the Trump years. Because Putin, just like President Xi, knew that Donald Trump wasn't going to take their crap and that he meant what he said. You think, you know, all this talk about Trump-Russia collusion, the only collusion was Hillary buying a dirty disinformation Russian dossier. Is anybody going to care? Radio Free Europe reporting the Taliban is torturing and killing, you know, our Afghan allies, in one case an Afghan man for a negative Facebook post, I guess that's not big news in the U.S. Or the Biden administration is waiving their sanctions on Iran. Why would we waive sanctions on Iran? This is the dumbest, you know, we're going right back to the dumb policies of Obama. And that American weakness on the world stage, tell Vladimir more flexibility after the election. A lot of good that did. 
That didn't do but that didn't work out particularly well for Ukraine, did it? And then you have to wonder with all this information about the Biden, you know, syndicate making money from all of these countries, whether or not there's a connection with the lack of actions of Biden, knowing that Putin and Xi and Kazakhstan and Ukraine and Libya and every other country that Hunter was doing business with with no experience that they've got full dossiers on his son and his family and and that he is vulnerable to blackmail. Oh, Hannity, that's a stretch. What makes you think that? Well, if Hunter's being paid three and a half million dollars for a Russian oligarch, the former first lady of Moscow, that's more than suspicious. Or the Bank of China is doing a one point five billion dollar deal with zero experience Hunter. That raises suspicions. Or the fact that Hunter's being taken on a $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national. We've got information, email, evidence, proof. Tony Bobolinsky sitting in two separate meetings with Joe Biden talking specifically about making money with this Chinese energy company. And what is the result? The world is becoming more dangerous every day under Joe Biden. And I've yet to mention the fact that he's a cognitive mess. U.S. intelligence now, uh, MSN.com is reporting that Russia is planning a Ukraine invasion with 100 battalions and artillery. Well, it seems obvious that this is now on the horizon. What's Joe going to do? The answer, I can give it to you ahead of time, is nothing. And don't think him abandoning Americans 13 days after he said he wouldn't in Afghanistan. Don't think that went unnoticed. Don't think Joe's cognitive you know, state is goes unnoticed by hostile regimes around the world. And so Biden and Putin are to talk about Ukraine in this video call tomorrow that I'm sure I'm sure he's really going to take it to Vladimir. I'm sure Vladimir's shaking in his boots. Secretary of Defense Austin, you know, literally saying we're very concerned about Russia's massing of troops near the Ukraine border. Well, what are you going to do about it? That's the problem. We have satellite imagery indicating Russian military activity on the Ukrainian border. Why haven't you done anything up to this point? And U.S. intelligence reports see and are reporting Russia now plans for a possible Ukrainian invasion. What are you going to do, Joe? Is Hunter going to give back the money? By the way, Biden expected to announce a diplomatic boycott of Beijing and the Olympics next week. What, what is a diplomatic boycott? What does that mean? What does that do? Nothing. Now, boycotts get tricky, especially I'm not the biggest boycotter. I don't support boycotts, firings, cancellations. I let audiences make those decisions. But, you know, a diplo- it means nothing. But the hard part is if, you, if the U.S. pulls out of the Olympics, there are people that, are, that have now spent decades of their life training in these sports And they're the ones that get screwed the most. And I hate to see innocent people that dedicated so much time and energy and effort have their dreams, you know, crushed like that. But China's communists are bashing the U.S. and this country before the Biden summit. The Communist Party took American democracy to task this weekend, criticizing a global democracy summit with Joe Biden next week and extolling the virtues of their governing system. They just don't care. They're now free to do whatever they want. China seeks its first military base on Africa's Atlantic coast, according to other intelligence, and we're not doing anything.
The Nation magazine, we need to take China's military strength seriously. Oh, the hypersonic missile launch that can fire nukes didn't get your attention, so now you're paying attention? Good. Welcome aboard. Anyway, they're seeking to return um, to compliance with the original Iranian nuclear deal. They're not going to get compliance from the mullahs in Iran. How stupid and naive can you be? The new prime minister of Israel rightly is is aghast at, at the naive stupidity of the United States here. Lloyd Austin reacted with an awkward silence when asked if he re- has regrets about how they withdrew from Afghanistan. We still have hundreds of Americans. We have military families there, thousands of green card holders. How could you how could you look at it any other ways? Anything but a, a an abysmal embarrassment and failure. Uh, so, you know, China's now bashing America before their summit with Joe, tele-summit. Putin's tele-summit with Joe. My prediction is not going to do a thing. Austin even admitting the increased China activity near Taiwan looks like a rehearsal. You think? Just like what's happening with Putin in Ukraine. You think? Just like the stupidity of believing the mullahs in Iran. You think that it's dumb? It is dumb. 21 nations, the... Uh, European Union expressing concern over the killings and disappearances of former Afghan security force members. Yeah, they're, they're, they're assassinating them in the street daily. We're back to the old days of the Taliban. Where are liberals, you know, where, where are feminists standing with, with me and speaking out against the atrocities against women in Afghanistan beaten in the street, unable now to attend school or work anymore? You know, if, if you're gay and lesbian and the Taliban finds out, they will murder you instantaneously. The people we promised, if this day ever came, are Afghan allies. They're being killed in broad daylight. Where's the sense of humanity? What do you think is going to happen if Putin engages Ukraine militarily or China engages Taiwan and reunifies with Taiwan? What do you think's going to happen if the Iranians with their radical ideology get weapons of mass destruction, nuclear weapons? What do you think that will do to the Middle East? You know, if you would have told me five years before Donald Trump became president that, that we would create an alliance so strong with the United States, Israel, the Saudis, the Jordanians, the Egyptians, the Emirates and others against Iranian hegemony. That threat is even more real now than after they dumped cargo planes full of cash and other currency on the tarmac for the mullahs in Iran. But this is all now beginning to happen. But don't worry, Joe is announcing that Biden is going to announce a diplomatic boycott of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics. What does a diplomatic boycott mean? Nothing. What impact will it have? None. It's all symbolism over substance on every level. Tell you another reason Joe's failing. But you notice Biden campaigns on unity. There's no unity. You know, Democrats are supposed to have more compassion than the rest of us. Their policies are killing the poor middle class. You know, he campaigns that they're the the party of empathy. Why doesn't he ever go visit communities that experience these gut wrenching tragedies? Where's the compassion? Where's the empathy? Does it not matter? Because, you know, he's had multiple opportunities to do it. I know he he often talks about his own personal loss. Then you would think he might have 
you know, even a more, even more of an incentive to go help people out in a time of tragedy. Anyway, we, you know, it, it could have been the people that were trampled to death at that Astro World concert in Houston. You know, there's there's so many opportunities that he would have had. What happened in the Christmas parade goers in Waukesha? Why doesn't he ever go to any of these things? Donald Trump went to a lot of it. By the way, it is getting so loud. Kamala Harris is hated so badly. One report in the Washington Post describes her as a bully and soul-destroying boss. And nobody wants to be seen as on Team Harris. And that's why there's this mass exodus away from the vice president. Staffers are tweeting, you know, these pictures to show much, show how much they, they love their jobs and they don't. Uh, anyway, 800-941-SHAWN. We got a lot of other news we'll get to today. It's bad news on the economy, unfortunately. We got a lot of COVID news we'll update you with today. Uh, we'll get into the legality behind the charging of these parents of this Michigan school shooter. Uh, Kaylee McEnany checks in today and much more. 800-941-SHAWN. We'll get your calls in. Right now. By the way, the Biden administration apparently is quietly, according to NBC News, condemn the killings of the Taliban quietly. The U.S. and a host of other countries, quote, are deeply concerned by reports of the summary killings and enforced disappearances of former members of Afghan security forces. They said in a joint statement, we underline that the alleged actions constitute serious human rights abuses and contradict the Taliban's announced amnesty, said the statement. We call on the Taliban to effectively enforce the amnesty for former members of the Afghan security forces. You know what? They abandoned them. Why would you quietly condemn? You're going to quietly condemn the beatings of women in in the public square in broad daylight. They're killing people in broad daylight in the streets so everybody can see it. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Biden will mention China's role in the fentanyl epidemic in this country. I I, I doubt it. Just buckle up. It's going to get ugly. It's going to be bad. You know, and and these polls, when you're at 36% like Trafalgar had them last week, people are saying, we don't like your policies. Change. And he's not going to change. You know, of course, the standard was during the campaign that, you know, 220,000 COVID deaths, anybody's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president. Well, Joe's up to 355,000. I'll tell you the bit, the most shocking and, and this is everywhere. This is not just conservative outlets. Kamala Harris being described as a bully and soul-destroying boss. Whoa. And a behind-the-scenes, you know, recent exodus of these, these high-level staffers. Washington Post says days after the spokesperson, longtime aide announced her departure, uh, Simone Sanders. I mean, you have more resignations, more exits now stacking up. Um, and people don't want to be associated with what they see as a sinking ship. I mean, her approval rating is 28%, the lowest of any vice president in modern history. Former Kamala Harris staffer is saying that aides have to endure a constant amount of soul-destroying criticism. Man, and it's one article after another. It's not, not just one article. There's dozens of them. 
800-941-SHAWN. You want to be a part of the program. We'll continue. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. 800-941-SHAWN. You want to be a part of the program. It's I've never seen anything quite like it, but these are the times we live in. And that is, you know, the effort to the never ending Trump, 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 Trump. We had a, a montage of Terry McAuliffe running for governor in Virginia. Trump, 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 Trump. We could, I'll play it. We'll pull it up if you want. And it's fascinating because this is all the Democrats have. You know, for example, uh, we now have the Epic Times reporting that the Department of Justice is reviewing the so-called alternative Mueller report mentioned by the by by Mueller's pit bull, Andrew Weissman, in his book. I love all these guys involved in this. They all get books and, you know, MSDNC contributorships and fake news CNN contributorships. Anyway, it's fine. The problem is it, it didn't make the final version. But they're important facts. We got to continue to bludgeon Donald Trump forever in perpetuity. They can't get over it. It just it's it's like Donald Trump is alive in their head and will forever be alive in in their head. And apparently they had all members of Mueller's team write up an internal report memorializing everything we found, our conclusions. Oh, okay, that's going to do a lot of good. And that means what considering it wasn't good enough to make the final draft. Probably not a whole lot. Uh, you got this January 6th commission, which we've condemned, like we condemned the 535 riots. I still have yet to get an answer from Liz Cheney as to when the committee is going to start investigating the riots that killed dozens of Americans, injured thousands of cops, and resulted in billions of dollars of property damage between arson and looting. Anyway, now political reports, a former D.C. National Guard official is accusing two senior Army leaders of lying to Congress and participating in a secret attempt to rewrite the history of what happened on January 6th. Now, we've heard about, for example, the Capitol Police chief six separate times requesting uh, that the Guard be called up immediately, but even before this all started. President saying many of you will now peacefully, patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. Anyway, 36-page memo, Colonel Earl Matthews, according to Politico, high-level National Security Council, Pentagon roles during the Trump administration, slamming the Pentagon's inspector general for what he calls an error-riddled report that protects a top Army official who argued against sending the National Guard to the Capitol and delaying the insurrection response for hours. Liz Cheney, I know your goal here is to purge the party from Trump, but maybe if Jim Jordan wasn't kicked off the committee and Jim Banks wasn't kicked off the committee, we might actually look into it so this could never happen again. Anyway, the memo sent to the January 6th Select Committee, now Politico has a copy, includes detailed recollections and of the insurrection response as it as it calls two Army generals, one is Charles Flynn, served as the deputy chief of staff of operations that day. Another Lieutenant General Walter Piott, and the as director of Army staff, quote, absolute unmitigated liars for their characterization of the events that day. Wow. Matthews has never publicly discussed the chaos. Every leader in the D.C. Guard wanted to respond and knew they could respond uh, to the riot at the seat of government before they were given clearance to do so, it goes on to say. And he said, as a, you know, instead, 
Guard officials sat stunned watching in the armory during the hours, first hours of the attack on Congress. In addition, Matthew's memo political obtained also a document produced by a D.C. Guard official dated January 7th, the next day, laying out a complete timeline of January 6th. The D.C. Guard timeline, a separate document whose author took notes during the call, said that Piot and Flynn at 237 recommended for the D.C. Guard to stand by rather than immediately deploy. It's It, it had started by then. Matthew's memo begins by focusing in, on the 230 conference call where senior military law enforcement officials himself and among them Capitol Police Chief pleading, begging, the call of the immediate deployment of the guard to the Capitol, Matthews recalled, saying the rioters had breached the building's perimeter. You know, according to Matthews, Flynn and Piot both opposed the move. Remember, I think it was Mark Meadows, somebody in the White House said they had, they had asked for this days in advance and never got him. By the way, Dick Durbin, he's not a dope. I don't like him, but he's not a dummy. Uh, anyway, he's a longtime ally of joe biden's he's now warning colleagues biden's poll numbers are beyond scary a uh, poll from the house democrats campaign arm earlier this month showed the president down in, in battleground districts across the country with such a low dis which such a high disapproval rating plenty of hand r- ringing out there where biden stands said dick durbin and he said his numbers are scary Morning consult found Biden underwater in Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Nevada, Arizona. By the way, AOC is under fire, claiming that those organized smash and grab um, theft videos that we're all watching, they're not real. It's kind of like the 535 riots. No, no, they're not riots. They're mostly peaceful protests. Yeah, right. I believe it's a a Walgreens in California that cited it, she said to the Washington Times. A lot of these allegations of organized retail theft are not actually panning out. What are you talking about? We got the video. Here we go again. The same thing that happened in the summer of 2020. We just lie what our own eyes are showing us and what we're seeing. Anyway, GOP businesses are furious at AOC for doubting the existence of these smash and grab robberies as tone-deaf and offensive. Uh, Anyway, it's pretty unbelievable. (laughs) The GAO is struggling to identify how 20% of federal grants for 2020 voting were actually spent. Shocker. Why do we spend one penny? Let the parties do that. Um, This is not good news either. Christmas is now coming. You just experienced the most expensive Thanksgiving in history. Well, now get ready for a Christmas tree shortage. Apparently, the Christmas tree industry, much like other industries, is grappling with supply chain disruptions and inflationary pressures. I'm glad I got my tree already. Anyway, this year I've gotten a a lot of, you know, calls, it says, from the Washington Examiner. This is a Christmas tree guy asking about it, the shortage, asking if we're sold out, asking if we have any Fraser fur because they can't find one anywhere else. According to Matthew Gallery, owner of Almost Heavenly Christmas Trees in Alexandria, Virginia, he told the Washington Examiner's primary wholesaler provided him with more than 2,000 trees last year, but could only part with about 1,100 this year. To make up for the shortage and get more trees, he went to an auction held annually in Pennsylvania in which tens of thousands of trees are 
offloaded in what's billed as the world's largest Christmas tree auction. He said prices there, though, went through the roof compared to past years. That's not good. Now, as Biden is begging OPEC and Russia to increase oil production, we now have the numbers are in. Our friend uh, DeRoy Murdoch um, points out that oil and gas drilling in the U.S. is down 38 percent under Biden. You know, he brags about his decision to release, you know, strategic petroleum reserves, which is a it's not even a Band-Aid. It's a waste of time. And it's dumb for national security reasons. Anyway, oil and gas drilling under Biden is down a full 38 percent. And you wonder why we're paying. We're paying a buck 50 more a gallon and paying more for heating and cooling our homes, filling our tanks and everything we buy. You know, he's killed the Keystone XL pipeline. He's threatened to plug the. Uh, Canada to Michigan, Enbridge Line 5 pipeline. He halted all oil leases in Anwar in Alaska. He stopped oil and gas leases on federal lands. He proposed a methane tax that could cost the industry $10 billion annually. And now he's blaming and wants to, we even have tape of him saying we ought to prosecute energy executives. But in the meantime, he's increasing the taxes on the energy sector. Well, where does he, who do you think is going to pay for that? We are the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Biden himself, I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuels, he said in September of 2019. Jennifer Granholm, we ought to be doing everything we possibly can to keep fossil fuel energy in the ground. I don't know. The Hannity plan is drill, baby, drill. There you go. Drill here, drill now, save money. That'd be the smart thing. That'd be the right way out of it. Uh, even flip-flop Fauci is actually starting to listen to the doctors and scientists in South Africa that have said uh, that the symptoms are mild with the Omicron variant. Again, this is all still very early. You know, the scariest thing is last week we were talking about there were no cases in the U.S. The next thing I knew, there were five cases in New York. Now there's 16 states impacted by the Omicron variant. Fauci's answer is to administer 500 million COVID tests every month. Wow. He says that they may soon, Biden may soon lift the Omicron travel ban on African nations. What I guess he, you know, what happened to the racist, hysterical, xenophobic ban of Donald Trump? Uh, Let's see. We have uh, the de Blasio in his final gasp as the worst mayor in New York City history is now mandating COVID-19 vaccines for the private sector workers. Um, Joe Manchin is voting with Republicans to scrap Biden's business vaccine mandate. The first data on this Omicron variant, preliminary data, COVID, it's even Fauci said it's a bit encouraging, which makes me begin to doubt it, doubt what he's saying. But we have heard from South African doctors and medical professionals suggesting it might be, more easily uh, spread, but the symptoms might be a lot more mild. That's what they've been saying. Early indications, you know, check with your doctor. Uh, Omicron now found in a third of U.S. states. Uh, But Justin Trudeau says he knows that little children are excited and eager to get their COVID vaccine as soon as they turn five. What the hell is he talking about? He's always been a nut. They're doing better with their economy than our economy here. 
Uh, in Italy, by the way, a man there is attempted to get a vaccine wearing a fake arm. <laughs> He's been arrested. What is wrong with people? <laughs> They're out of their minds. Uh, Biden goes out to eat massless in D.C. over the weekend. Gee, what a shocker. Uh, the Omicron is in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Georgia, New Jersey, Hawaii, Maryland, Michigan, Missouri, Minnesota, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New York, Pennsylvania, Utah, Washington State. I'm only telling you not to scare you, just to keep you informed. Um, vaccine holdouts in the Navy and the Marines as high as 19,000 as the deadline has passed to comply with the mandate. Are we really we're not going to give these people an honorable discharge if, if that's their their choice for whatever reason? At Penn State, employees who refuse the vaccination, they face re-education camps. Good grief. This is, this is, we're living in 1984. This is an Orwellian nightmare. You can't even make this up. Forget about your freedom. The hell with your freedom. No, I'm not willing to give up my freedom. Yeah, and people are going to make choices, and they're going to live with their decisions. Well, you don't have the right to infect others. Well, that's what the vaccine was for. Take the vaccine, wear your mask, wear a hazmat suit, wear whatever the hell you want. But there's still breakthrough cases anyway, even if you are fully vaccinated. That's when you should start thinking about and start talking about monoclonal antibodies. Why do I say it so often? Because nobody else ever talks about it. Whether you have a breakthrough case or whether you get you never got vaccinated, it doesn't matter. If you get a positive COVID test, my you need to make your first call to your doctor and be an informed patient and ask, what about monoclonal antibodies? And you need to be up to speed on it yourself, and you can read a ton about it. Anecdotally, everybody that I know, breakthrough case, unvaccinated people, that gets the infusion or the shot, and you can get the shot now. And in 48 to 72 hours max, many it's within 24 hours, they are better and and out of risk. Why don't we talk about that more? There's a great little story, and we don't talk about this enough, being grateful for the blessings that we all have. There's a really good piece in the Epic Times. I don't have time to go through it now. Those that are grateful for what they have in life have been found to have a better sense of the meaning of life. You know, we focus too much on what we don't have, not what we do have. We have so much, and we take it all for granted. There's some truth in that. All right, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Oh, by the way, in New York City, workers are being urged to dress down so they won't get mugged, and I'm not making that up. Can you imagine that? Well, you might want to dress down so this way you're not going to get mugged. There's a policy for you.